Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking to Jenna. She's done her master's in occupational therapy and specializing in neurorehabilitation. She loves stand-up paddleboarding and running and cooking. So Jenna, a big welcome to her daily drive. To help us get to know you a bit better, what are your three go-to essentials that you've been loving lately? Echinacea. Do you know what echinacea is? No. Okay. But it's cold and flu season here. Well, it is for me because the seasons are changing. So it's, these, it's like this natural herb that you take as soon as you have a sore throat or you're starting to feel a cold. And it seriously just takes the cold right away. But you have to be onto it. You have to really like, as soon as you have a sore throat, just take it. That's and awesome. it fights the colds away. So That's echinacea. So cool. Second, have you heard of the book, The Magical Art of Tidying Up? I feel like you would really like it. Yeah. But it's this book all about like... How you only really should tidy everything up once and if you just do things properly like tidying won't be this big overwhelming thing but it's just this lifestyle and my mum gave it to me she's like the biggest minimalist ever so i love that and i love like Very... anything domestic yeah yeah <laughs> you'll awesome. love it I'll, i can lend it to you okay. it's a really really good book and then third i think it's just having a really nice pair of like leather slides i got these a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago and they're Wait, you... what are they what brands so my, my friend got them for me. I actually don't know. James so Smith. But you can wear them with anything. And like, I don't know. I think leather slides are the new thongs. Yeah. I was going right to say, in. we probably should mention that we're talking about shoes here. Yes. Oh, yeah. Shoes. Yeah. Jenna, can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far? One of my good friends who actually was on this podcast, shout out to you, Liz, um, had offered that I should come and stay with her in Australia and maybe try working for maybe a month at the most. So I came out when I finished my first degree, my first uni degree in nursing and came out and um, stayed with her, planning on just staying maybe two or three weeks, working travel sort of thing, and ended up meeting my husband, my now husband, (laughs) who you know very well. Our Mm. our husbands are good friends, and it's very good friends, and I think it's kind of like, well, the joke's on them because you're the coolest person ever, so every time (laughs) we hang out, it's like, yes, I get Sarah time. (laughs) I'm being serious. You can edit that if you want. (laughs) Yeah, so I ended up staying longer and then we got married in Canada and then moved to Vancouver, stayed there for two years. And then since we've been married, we've lived in Vancouver, Orange County, down in the USA for a couple months. Then we came back here, came back to Australia and did a stint here in the Gold Coast. And then we moved to San Francisco. And so back and forth. Yes, yeah. back and forth. And then the like the biggest move, I guess, where we're based now, Greg lives in Los Angeles, and I'm here, and I'm here because I'm studying my master's here. So, but you have just finished. Well, just all about finishing. three weeks. Three yeah. weeks to go. So yeah. close. You're very close. So I'll finish up in three weeks, and then I will return back to Los Angeles, and that's where uh, Greg and I'll be based for who knows how long. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> What topic are you going to talk to us today about? The beauty in vulnerability. The beauty in being vulnerable. 
Why do you think being able to be vulnerable is such an important topic to talk about in today's society? Well, I think that we are just living in such a funny world at the moment. We're living in a world where if you're skinny and pretty and you're on Instagram that people assume you hold the keys to the universe and will follow whatever you say and will do what, you know, will do what this person says because they must have all the answers and people are so used to only showing their best and only telling the, the good things about themselves. It really is becoming more and more of a rarity of people actually being vulnerable and exposing weaknesses and what they're going through and what they're feeling at mm-hmm. certain times and I just, I don't know, I really love deep connections with people. It's something I crave and, and I need and it's really hard to do when we're at such a shallow level all the time. I actually 100% agree and we're on, mm. I'm on a, like a bit of a social media fast at the moment where Are I'm you? going two weeks at Instagram. Are you loving it? And it, it? Is. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. I actually am and I went yeah. for breakfast with a friend this morning and like it's just yeah. good to chat to people and not just be it scrolling is. through Instagram to it's find out what so they're doing. It is. It's just oh, the best. <laughs> yeah. Jenna, what is your experience with having to actually be vulnerable? I was trying to find like a, a really good example of like vulnerability, what the definition meant. And I found actually I was reading a blog and I found this like perfect analogy for it. But she said that vulnerability, it's it's kind of like, you know, when you have a really disgusting wound, you know, it's something that's filled with pus and it's still healing and it's, you keep a bandage on it. And if, if, if you show it to someone, you're like, oh, don't look, it's disgusting. Yep. You'll just show them a quick glance. We're being shame and you're ashamed of it. I feel like vulnerability is wanting to show that wound to someone without fear of them turning their head away in disgust and not feeling ashamed of it. And it's funny because scars... Scars are the same, but they have a completely different meaning behind them. When you have a scar, it's like a badge of honor and it's something Mm -hmm. you show it. You know, you want to tell the story like, something happened to my body. Look, here's the proof. Being vulnerable, it's... It is a double-edged sword. There's two sides to it. It does take the person who's talking about it to be brave, to share things that you wouldn't normally share and things that you feel uncomfortable about. But also as the listener, we hold a responsibility just to listen and not judge. Vulnerability, it's deciding to show people those unhealed, messy, disgusting wounds, you know, in hopes that they won't go sharing it with other people or they won't turn their heads in disgust, but that they'll actually listen and just understand what's happening with you and I mean and wounds can be anything it can be a bad day it can be a tough time it can be emotional it can be spiritual it can be something that's been going on for years it can be something that's been going on for weeks but we all have them and Mm -hmm. I think there is such beauty when we share them with others for me like an area I've been vulnerable in lately is these these past few years where I've been studying as we said at the start I've kind of had to make a decision to be away from my husband people always ask me oh that must be so hard it must be so difficult being away from him and it's like I kind of have this preconceived answer in my head so it's like put your guard up you don't have to say how you're really feeling and I always just say oh yeah it never gets easier but you do kind of get used to it but anyways how are you tell me more about you so I can just deflect that attention off me when all I want to do is be like, yeah, it is so hard. Like every day I'm, I question why, why, why did we do this? Why did we make this decision? You know, what were we thinking? And it's not easy. It is not easy being apart. And then I have the other side that's like, what are you complaining about? Like you, there are people, you know, the wives of war and husbands who are like away and, you know, far off places that only get to talk to their wives every so often. And it's like, we have to justify our vulnerability and Mm. I miss hearing other people what they're what they're really going through and I feel like we've kind of just always got this guard up 
I, I don't know why it, it is that we have it, but I'm, I want to bring it down. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I want to, and we I can just, start here. Yeah, I just miss that sort of deep connection. And, and I like, I genuinely really like hearing other people's stories and hearing what they're going through because I think it makes us human. It makes us remember why we're here. And it makes the grace of God so more real to mm-hmm. me when we hear these stories. Speaking of God, what is God's perspective on us being vulnerable? Honestly, can anyone be more vulnerable than the Apostle Paul? Really? He's the king of vulnerability. (laughs) So I found this verse and it's 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 to 10. It's, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When we choose to be vulnerable, it has such a power in both the earthly realm and in the spiritual realm. When we choose to be vulnerable, we're remembering God's grace for us and we're remembering that we're not meant to have it all together and we're remembering we're going through life, we're experiencing these things together. I really think it's important to share with other people or how I always feel about it is if I'm going through something that's tough, that's a a wound for me, something that I'm dealing with, the only thing I want for anyone else when I share it with them is just to pray for me. I, you know, I'm not really looking, and this is me personally, but I'm not really looking for advice or the next steps or what they would do in my situation but I just think why wouldn't I want someone else praying for me it comes back to what you were saying before where you have two parts to play like someone to share and someone to listen and that's not someone to necessarily give advice but someone to listen and pray and be together with you in that journey yeah another one of my favorite verses is from James and it's James 5 16 and it says therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another Mm -hmm. so that you may be healed and I just I don't know I just love that verse it doesn't give next steps it doesn't say confess your sins so that you can sit and tell each other what you would do in their situation but I think it's really so that we can honestly pray for each other and do the journey through life together and yeah. Jenna what inspires you daily to kind of be vulnerable and chase vulnerability? I do believe it has this beautiful effect that when you choose to be vulnerable and when you, you know, choose to show those wounds and share with others, it kind of gives them permission to be vulnerable mm. as well. And we, we never know what anyone else is going through. But someone once said to me, like, imagine what the world would be like if everyone had a thought bubble above their head that we could read. Yeah. <laughs> And I always think about that, but we just, you don't know what people are going through and it's getting harder and harder to make those connections and for people to be brave enough to actually share those things. And I think if that's what you're wanting, if you're craving deep connection, if you're wanting deep connection with God and with people and we even furthering friendships that you already have, the first step I find is when I choose to be vulnerable, then other people are as well. And we can pray together and I can remember what they're going through in my prayers as well, in my journals and you know, remember to look for inspirational things that might might inspire them or mm. help them. And, yeah. You know, I think that actually kind of ties in really well with her daily drive. I was just sitting here thinking, because you're yeah. number 69, so the 69th lady to be interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> so you think back over those 68 people before you, the vulnerability yeah. they have shared yeah, and exactly. how they've helped people. Like, this is exactly yeah. what it's all about, it is, is that yeah. one lady will share and be vulnerable, and then all of a sudden I can ask another lady, and she'll be like, yeah, I'll do that, because they yeah. hear it. It's just like a cycle. Yeah, it is. It, it absolutely is. 
before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Yeah, I, w- I would just encourage you to test it, try it. If you're, you know, if you're going through something, you know, you don't have to share it with the world, but like just fi- find a trusted ear and tell them about it. And don't feel, I think a lot of the reason people don't tell them is I think I don't want to burden someone. I don't want to be a burden to them, but you're not. <laughs> you're not being a burden and it's important. And when you're telling someone, you're allowing them to join you in prayer about this thing and how amazing is that go out and do it jenna thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast it's great to be encouraged and inspired to actually find the beauty again in being vulnerable with one another so it's really good to be encouraged and inspired to do that no worries sarah until next time i hope you have a wonderful week Ah, ah.